1: Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating,
0: but it doesn't need to be. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow an online business that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos.
1: And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We love audiobooks and we suspect that you do too. Because you're a Soulful MBA listener, you can get an audiobook of your choice and a 30-day free trial over at audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba.
0: Again, that's audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba for your free audiobook. Hi,
1: everyone. Welcome to the Soulful MBA podcast, episode 126. I'm Jenny Barcelos, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sandy Connery. Hi, Sandy. Hello, Jenny. Today, we're talking about dun, 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 the value of a wife. Well, now, so this <laughs> one might be a little controversial to some folks, but probably not you if you're listening to our podcast. This conversation is something that we've had from time to time on the show, and it's really going to be heartfelt little time spent with us talking about some recent articles we've read that discuss the benefits to fathers and men from having a wife at home or a wife at work, but one who still is the go-to person for kind of the child care responsibilities and the emotional labor that takes place in a family. So I think this is a conversation that we as podcasters and as feminists and as entrepreneurs need to invite into our community frequently because, you know, there's not enough changing with regard to this. And I think anyone who has a platform at all and, and has an opinion has an opportunity and a real responsibility to hold space for the kinds of conversations that you believe need to happen. So this is one of those conversations.
0: I would like to have a wife. <laughs> and I would like to see what I can do and achieve if I had a wife. We've I've always joked about that since, I don't know, with my girlfriends forever. And so it's great that you found this this article in Courts at Work. That's, the title of it is 70% of top male earners in the U.S. have a spouse who stays home. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, like I've just always wanted someone to take care of all the tiny details for me so that I could focus on my career or my co- company or whatever i'm doing at the time you know it's like such a benefit to have a wife we all need a wife
1: (laughs) yeah and you know i also want to say so this yeah this article is 70 percent of top millioners in the u.s have a spouse who stays home and we also wanted to talk about another article that came out in the new york times that talks about sandy what is the title of that one gosh it is what good dads get away with. Yeah, what good dads get away with. So the flip side of it is I feel on the other side of it, too, that I have a husband that does a lot more than a lot of husbands and fathers. And so you get you get sort of trapped in this sense of I don't want to be ungrateful for what I have, but yet I still yearn for what I don't have and what I feel like should be fairly afforded to me in an equal partnership, right? And so I think a lot of us fall into this space, whether you're staying at home and you've built a business or you're looking to build a business as you're home with your kids, or you have a career, maybe you own, you know, a brick and mortar retail operation or a studio or a clinic, or you have another career, and yet you are still the primary caretaker in a lot of ways of your family. Either way, you know, women, I think, are extremely marginalized still by these gender roles that we were born into, really, and that become even more clearly defined when we become mothers. And we just, this is a conversation that needs to happen. It affects almost all of us in one way or another. And I think it's worth acknowledging that it's really an unequal playing field. And so we have a deficit that we come to our our work and our business with. We bring that deficit with us. And we want to talk about in this episode, not only acknowledging that deficit and creating space for the conversation about it, but also what we can do as women, as business women, as entrepreneurs, and as professionals, what can we do to start to shift the way that we operate and what our responsibilities
0: are? Sure. So maybe we should back up and talk a little bit about what this sort of labor is that we're talking about, the hidden labor, the silent labor that we're all doing and may not even realize. Because I don't think I knew a couple years back. I didn't fully understand this concept. So we're talking about things like we make sure the kids get to bed, we make sure homework is done, we make sure that dental appointments are booked. That lunches are made. Lunches Food are is made. Bought. It's from the store. <laughs> the forms are signed from school, that any mm-hmm. communication from the school is typically done by women the even with our pets like i make sure that the vaccines are up to date yep. and you go on and on like this is a part-time job being a woman in a family and sometimes i'm jealous and i i agree like i love my husband and he is he's such an amazing person and we have a great marriage but there are these frustrations that occur that i'm sure i mean i would i wonder if there's anybody out there other than tiffany dufu who would say that this is completely fair and even but he can turn off when he comes home from work and I can't because there's just so many little minute things that we need to deal with or I feel like the whole thing will just fall apart.
1: Mm-hmm. And and so as women, we make the decisions, I think, often, especially if you're in a, like a power couple or when, when you're – I don't know. I mean, I have <laughs> – I When I met my husband, I was going to graduate school at Yale, and he just finished his undergraduate degree. And I also now have – I got a full scholarship to law school after that. And I had worked for, like, the vice president of the United States, and I was very ambitious and career-driven. And my husband, who's brilliant, has a bachelor's degree in engineering – and nevertheless, it's always been the case that his earning capacity is so much higher than mine. And that it's like just obvious, right? And it is it is other than having a business, like to me, that's the only way I ever earn more, right? Is, is because I create my own opportunity outside of the existing structures. And I think that that's, it's always just been such a shock to me. Like, I think I didn't realize this. I was so naive as like a, young person you know before and my husband and i met we were in our early 20s but before that i just always assumed that my career would be prioritized and that i would be the breadwinner of my family like i was that girl little girl like i was i'm gonna be you know a senator like i i had that mentality and then i just like you know life and the in <laughs> our culture and society take over and show you really like actually Even though you have all this ambition and all of this drive and you've you've achieved so much, you're still never going to earn as much as your husband. And so for me, like that was a, a major and still continues to be a major shock where the only way that's not the case is if I build my own company. And even then, it's still really hard. Right. And that's just it's so hard to grapple with emotionally.
0: But if you had stayed in a traditional legal career, do you think that would be true or because you would have Absolutely been- Absolutely, it would be true because I didn't want to compromise on having a family. Right. So, yes. Right.
1: A hundred percent. And because women earn less in the same jobs than men. I mean, so mm-hmm. so this courts article really gets into this, right? So looking at couples in the 1%, which I'm definitely not in the 1%, just to be clear, but it, it, it even talks about even in the 1%, women ta- end up taking on more of these home-based emotional and logistical responsibilities because of things like the gender pay gap. It's just, if you're a smart person, you see the writing on the wall. My husband and I if we were both in corporate life, he would make more than me, even though he has far less education than I do. It's just the way that it is. And I i mean... I don't know what else to say. like. I see this happen in so many couples. Like, I have friends where both of them are PhDs, and the, it's the same situation. Like, they maybe have the exact same degree, and it's the default of who stays home with the kids and or takes on more of those responsibilities and maybe works part time because the guy is going to earn more, and it just a smart. It makes some business like financial sense for your family, right? So this article talks about how. Though education and self-employment or entrepreneurship were found to be strongly related to a person's ability to earn enormous amounts of money, men appear to gain from both more. This makes sense considering what research has taught us about women's experience, for example, launching startups. So not only do customers expect to pay less for products from women-owned companies, but women who launch their own businesses also have a harder time attracting venture capital funding or bank loans. I mean, this is just, this is all of the external factors of the world that we live in. And you and I know this, Sandy, like we have lived this experience Mm -hmm. and it's just the way that it is. Like I have seen, I can see in the moments in my career Where if I had been a man, I can see how that things would have played out very differently. And I can think of two or three particular circumstances, which I'm not even going to get into today. And I know, like I know in that moment, if I were a dude, this would have played out differently. And so part of, you know, wanting to have a happy life and a successful life is acknowledging the writing on the wall, again, as a woman who's married to a higher earning spouse, then I, of course, I'm going to be the one that takes a step back because that's what's better financially for our family in that moment. And that's what happened for me. And I know like you have, like Mm -hmm. we have the same story, all of us, like er almost every one of us has the same story, right? Our own version of it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking back to when I left my, sold my company and started this whole online thing. And part of my reasoning was that I wanted to be home for my son, because it was really important to me. I valued that so greatly. But looking back, it's also kind of expected that that you're going to stay home, you know? And I think there's, there's, we talk a lot about the freedom that you can get by starting your own business and staying home. And it is a really beautiful thing. But also, a lot of the other duties fall on us because we are working from home. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's so it's a self-fulfill, but I would do all those duties anyway, even if I was at work, right? And so it's like, who makes the dentist appointments and like all of it, all of it, even for my husband, I still make every doctor's appointment and every dentist appointment and every oil change appointment and every like every single thing I, I know when the field trips are happening and when like shoes are getting outgrown and like all of it all Mm -hmm. of it so it doesn't like going to work or whatever not going to work none of that really changes and I and I see this like basically everyone I know is some version of the same story, right? And not to say that all of the women in my life are more ambitious than their husbands or their partners. That's not true. But I would say probably half, in half the cases, it is true. And I see how society, you know, like we, because we're part of society, like we hold ourselves back because, you know, we're also animals and creatures that want to survive and we do what's smart. And in, in the short term, it's smarter to hold back on our ambitions and to sort of take on these other roles because they need to happen. And, you know, that's just, it's a long-term, this is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like holding, it's like holding ourselves back in our lives and our, like the larger scope of our careers and our, you know, our entrepreneurial lives, whatever. But it's also holding us back as a gender, like as, you know, as a group of people in society, we are every time every little one of these decisions comes up, and we make a certain choice to opt for our family over our career, it
0: collectively adds up to a lot. Mm-hmm. And we are modeling it for our boys. Children.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And and girls and girls. Yeah. Boys and girls. Yeah. Well, so this this other article, this New York Times article about the good dads, (laughs) which is also made me really angry reading this. This article concludes by saying, if anything is going to change, men have to stop resisting. Gendered parenting is kept alive by the unacknowledged power bestowed upon men in a world that values their needs, comforts and desires more than women's. It's up to fathers to cop to this rather than cop out. And I, I mean, this article will just like, if you wanna have your blood boil for 15 minutes, read this article because it, that's what will happen. It's just like, basically this article is, is a bunch of interviews with couples who before they became parents had decided we're going to equally share these parenting responsibilities. And sort of these, then obviously that didn't play out the way anyone had planned, which is the story of my life and the lives of many of my friends. And yet, and so men see that, they know it. And so this this reporter's interviewing these fathers and they all sort of acknowledge it, but hey, you know, oh, wow. Well, right. like, I don't know that if it's I, it's I had someone doing for everything. Me.
0: <laughs> I don't know that I'd be fine if someone was doing everything for me yeah, and all I had I mean, to do yeah, was Yeah, you got a good go situation work, going. Like yeah. it feels
1: yeah, you know because here's the other thing is, you know when we have had these conversations, my husband in his career, it's all he's like, you know, well what is my boss going to say or what if like you know if a child's sick or what whatever. Like well what yeah. is my boss going <laughs> to say? And, like I don't know. What is mine going to say? Like what are my customers going to say? What is my boss going to say? What like I I mean, it's just such a different how like oh, well I would never consider doing something that was going to affect my job or my career, you know, it's this, this, like, it's so much privilege. It's just, like, seething with privilege. And I I just, like, that's all that it is. It's just pure privilege. And in, until women earn the same amount of money that men earn, like, this is just the logical conclusion for so many of us, right? Like, we, you, of course, you want to optimize your earning capacity as a family. and And it's just, like, to me, that's where one of the root causes is because when before women have kids, like they're just as ambitious, right? Like they're just as career driven and they tend to make almost the same amount of money. It's once children come into the picture that all of that earning capacity starts to change and the ambition starts to get tempered Mm -hmm. and you start to realize like, oh, well, yeah, you know, if I have to pick between you know, my kid going to the doctor or staying late for this meeting, I'm going to take care of my kid because I'm not, my husband's not going to do it. This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is an easy to use platform that helps you build and sell your own courses, memberships, and live stream programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. You can learn more at namastream.com.
0: So this New Times article says when their children are young, employed women but not men take a hit to their health as well as to their earnings, and the latter never recovers. Child care imbalances also tank relationship happiness, especially in the early years of parenthood. So, yeah, that's that's exactly it, right? Like they, yeah. you just you just choose to take care of your kids over your work and then career, and then it never never recovers. You but, never bounce back. Yeah. So I think it was maybe a year ago or a little bit more, we read Tiffany Dufu's book, uh, Drop the Ball. And that book was one of the most impactful books I think both you and I had read. And it, it's she's a powerful, successful businesswoman who just had enough of this and just asked her family and asked her husband to take equal share and responsibility in this type of labor. And she did it successfully and she wrote a book about it. And I remember being all fired up after reading that book and like, things are gonna change and I'm gonna ask for help and I'm gonna make things more equal. And I did for a while, but then it just kind of slid back, back to the usual. And it's just, reading this article has got me all angry and you know feisty again about it. So I think it's, if if anyone hasn't read that book by Tiffany Dufu, Drop the Ball, it is such a good, it, it has solutions to me like that. Like we can get all angry about this, But as Kelly Deal says, we are the culture makers. So, what as women can we do right now to start to change these patterns and these habits? And I think for me, Tiffany's advice and the way that she runs her life was incredibly eye-opening and powerful. But yet, very hard for me to do. Very hard for me to mimic. Oh, it's
1: really hard because it requires asking for help, so being vulnerable. But then also grappling with the response that you get when you ask for help, right? So, I think that that's also troubling and you know the other the other person we were talking about when we were brainstorming about this episode was just Rachel Hollis we both mm-hmm. you know follow her and i've read her books and she really instead of like asking for help she's basically her approach to this is to buy help right so to start earning enough money that you buy people to do those things for you that your wife would do so house cleaning or meal prep there you know whatever it is i mean and we interviewed Emily. Emily Hirsch for this episode, and she does does the same thing, right? She buys the nanny house, and the house, house manager. manager. And, you know, like, picture needs ha- being, like, I think it was a bulletin board. She had this person, like, hang a bulletin. I'm like, she's such a genius woman, right? Because I spend, and I know you do too, Sandy, like, so much of my life is just this, like, mundane management of my family and mm-hmm. my home. And it's just, it's not even close to enough of what I would like it to be because, it's just chaos. Like, we're busy people living a very full life set of lives. And, and I don't, I don't
0: in any way enjoy it. I have a friend who does love making her home a sanctuary and it's, she works part time and she's, she loves that side. And I, I don't like if I could have a house manager and a chef and meal plan and a cleaning person, then. God, I just think uh, what what could I achieve? What could I do in my business and and yeah, with this company right. if I just had those extra hours that I didn't have to to run and go help my mom with something or run to the school because he's not feeling well and I have to pick him up and all those things. Like I always wonder like the I don't feel like I'm living my full capacity because I have this other part-time job.
1: Mhm. Yeah. My daughter left her her school folder at home and she her homework folder at home. And I mean, first graders still do homework. And I knew that she would be just, she's such like a type A person. She would just be distraught if she didn't have her homework folder. And so even though I had like a work call starting in 15 minutes or whatever, and so did my husband, of course, I'm the one this was like a couple of weeks ago. Of course, I'm the one that drove the folder to the school, right? Because like, God forbid, he's five minutes late to his call. And I'm always willing for my child to sacrifice anything because that's who, I'm her mother, right? And so I just think like, he's like, oh, well, she's gonna miss her homework folder. And I'm like, I'm not doing that to her. She needs it. One of us needs to go, right? And so of course it's me. And he's like, well, then you go because- and then and then, of course, he's like, oh, well, if you really need me to go, I'll go. But it's going to cause all these problems for my life. And I was like, whatever, I'll just go. <laughs> it just like it just every day, some version of
0: this. Right. And we all know these stories. And I don't know. So it's, just, it's terrible. Yeah, I, and I just I just <laughs> I just really want to emphasize or focus on like what's next and like yeah. this is a problem. And so what are you, Jenny, going to do? I think you should stop making appointments for your husband. I know, but then he doesn't go to the dentist. Then he doesn't go to the dentist. Oh my god! Then he doesn't go to the dentist. I would never do like that's. I would. I draw the line there for me. Like I would never. Well, make I want to have own. an assistant. I need to have a personal assistant
1: who does all of this. That's what. That's my solution because the work has to get done, and someone has to do it. And I can't controlling enough that I need to know it's going to get done. And if I tell someone to do it, that I want to know they're going to do it. Right. And so I need to pay for that. I think that that's where I'm at. And Mm -hmm. that's what I've built my life around now is so that I have the capacity. You know, that's like to me, part of my drive and ambition is like I saw what was happening culturally. I saw how my little girl childhood dreams were getting, you know, we're going up in smoke, that that my sort of naive picture of what my life would be was not going to play out the way I had expected. And so to me, that was really a big part of this entrepreneurial drive, right, is that like no one is going to tell me I can't have what I always set out to have, right, which is to do the work that I want in the way that I want and not be burdened and overburdened by these kinds of responsibilities that I never imagined I would have to do. So buying your way out of it. And so to me, that's a huge driver. You know, we talk about your why in our, when we're building companies, we talk about, well, what is your why? Like, what is the deeper reason you're doing this? And one of those for me is so that like no one can ever tell me what I have to do with my life. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy my way out of it. Me too. Yeah, that's the answer. I don't want I also don't want to have to fight with my husband to try to convince him of the value of doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even want to go there. Like he doesn't have to do it either. I'll just
0: pay for it. Just have someone doing it for you. Yeah.
1: Throw a little money at it. Yeah. Add a zero to it. <laughs> 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 those are my say those are my two things. Those solve any problem. Throw a little money at it or just add a zero to it. One of those responses, like one of those phrases, will solve almost every problem. So that's the other value for, for women, I think, in business and women pursuing entrepreneurship is you just, you buy your freedom, you know, you just buy your way out of it. You shouldn't have to, sure, but this but is the world the reality. we live in. And so it's another benefit of making money.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do Joy and Hustle. I love it. All right. I have the joy. Okay. You, you don't even know what it is. I don't know what it is. What's the joy? The joy is this little tool that I bought for stressed out moms called the Soma system, Amazon, it was 23 Canadian, $23 Canadian. And it's like a thing for, you know, a lot of people use Pilates balls or fit balls or balls to roll different parts of their body tension and so on. And this little thing is a plastic handle with little brass wheels that you can roll over tense muscles, neck, back, IT band, whatever. It also has a, a myofascial release and acupressure point. It's the best thing in the world. So often, I I love to do the rolling on the balls as well, but you have to like lie on the floor and it's just a little bit more room and time. But this little thing, you can just roll out your body wherever you need it. It's amazing. And it's like, you bought one too. What was it in US I did, dollars? It, yeah, I was like $25. I think you got a better deal yeah, somehow. I think it was on sale when I bought it, but yeah. still. So if it's thirty yeah, no, Canadian... It,
1: It looks like a torture device, and I will attest that it's amazing, and we all need all the stress relief we can get. Yeah.
0: SOMA system, S-O-M-A.
1: Yep. Okay. And then the hustle for this episode are the two articles that we discussed. So the Quartz article, about 70% of top earning men in the U.S. have a spouse who stays at home, and then also this New York Times article about being a good dad and we will link to both of those in the show notes and if you have uh some venting you need to do or some suggestions that you can make for us in our community <laughs> for how to overcome this unequal burden that many of us face we would love it if you would pop into our facebook group on which is soulful mba on facebook and you know join in the conversation there okay thanks everyone Bye-bye. Bye bye <laughs> bye
0: Ready to go from, I really want to build an online business but don't know where to start, to, wow, I've just sold my first digital product. That's exactly what we're going to help you do during our free Become an Online Teacher course. We've created a simple, five day email based course to teach you everything you need to get started as an online teacher. By the end of the week, you'll have a digital product that's mapped out, priced, and ready to offer your community. Head over to soulful.mba slash teacher to sign up. It's totally free.